Hello there, and welcome to the PS Nonplus podcast, where we, the hashtag Three Plus Cateers, talk about the offering on PlayStation Plus every month and bring a true sense of gravitas to the world of video game based dick jokes. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Mar- Chris Dorman. Jesus, I was calling myself the lead singer from Coldplay. We're gay married. Nope, we're gay married. Chris yeah, Martin, slash Kirk's husband. Hello there, and welcome to the PlayStation Nonplus Podcast, where we, the three Plusketeers, totally nail it on the first try and don't do second records because of of the just terrible introductions we make. Even we have really killer lines that I wrote down. Um, I'm one of your hosts, Chris Dorman, and this is a, a sassy, introspective review of the month of April on PlayStation Nonplus. I am joined, as always, by Kirk Martin. Yo. And Chris Hendrickson. Hey, yo. And let's start with you, Hendu. How has the month of April treated you? Uh, month of April was, um, you know, I have to say because of the games, <laughs> it didn't treat me so well. So you're, <laughs> so you're two months honest. in a row. So you're two months in a row. No, no. It's, <laughs> hurting. I got just the emphasis. You, you did not on, have a good report from March. On the video game world. Like the okay. rest of my life was actually pretty great. My video Hell game yeah. world, just mm, mostly because of PlayStation. Um, we'll get into that though. We'll get into that. Weather's been fantastic though. Been outside. Um, grass grows oh, yeah. way too fast as an as an adult who has to cut it off. Yo, <laughs> for real, man. <laughs> I live in a place where that sort of thing is taken care of, uh, which I cannot be happier about. I, I need to probably hire a teenager to just do this from now on. If yeah, I find a local it. youth. Yeah. Yeah. Run out into the street after him and say, hey, boy, would you like boy, some boy. money for your services? Mow my line for a sixpence. Do you not have a boy button? <laughs> Just boy. Uh, Kirk, how's April been treating you? April's been pretty good. Um, I'm kind of with Hendu on the PlayStation Plus uh, the front that it could have been better, like video game wise. But man weather's gorgeous this is your playstation non-plus podcast weather report as usual uh, but this this past weekend i i have been to hell i know what hell is like <laughs> one of the circles and i'm pretty sure it looks like a gymnastics gym full of fucking toddlers screaming running around instructors not knowing what they're doing what to do with them and me getting a fucking hour-long workout chasing my children and picking them up and moving them and trying to make them tumble why is a toddler class an hour long it should be 30 minutes tops you can't they can't carry attention at, at all for that long and we switch we made three room switches oh oh it was terrible i didn't pay for it because it was just a trial but man it was a bad trial Funny thing, yeah. So, toddler's gymnastic as hell. Don't do it. Funny <laughs> thing you. though. So there's this very pleasant person talking to me, while like you know another dad at gymnastics, like great guy, blah blah blah. We're just we're just shooting the shit. He was very familiar. I was like, this is interesting. I guess these people are just super nice. And he was like, oh well, whenever, you know, whenever the kids want, you can just bring them over and they can jump on my tra- on our trampoline in the backyard. I'm like, that is very weird and forward. 
And then I realized it's literally my neighbor who I talk to every fucking day on a walk. I couldn't recognize him because he had a mask on. Oh, oh, wow. I had no idea. I was like, wait, Bob, is that you? He's like, yeah. I was like, dude, I didn't know it was you because of the fucking mask. <laughs> Welcome no back. Clue. Welcome back to society, Kirk Martin. I it's know. not great. <laughs> it isn't good. Mm-hmm. It, it hasn't been. I... I, I as, an, as a quote-unquote essential worker, let me tell you, it hasn't Although been. we did go to Sly Fox last week, and it was fucking dope. And then the kids ran around, and were awesome outside, terrible inside. Well, yeah. That's little bulls, little tiny bulls in China shops. That's just like their father. We, uh, we yeah, right? Our, our <laughs> raised by like, me. Uh, this is what I get. I like to think that all my interactions with children are punishment for me. Uh, for my years of youth, <laughs> oh, absolutely, and how I was tough. Double, it's with interest though. It's like double trouble is is the with interest totally. part. Well, yeah, <laughs> you, you got to get uh, the juice. Uh, so <laughs> let's uh, let's 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 crack this nut, fellas. Let's let's do what we're let's here for. Let's talk nut. about the games on PlayStation Plus from April. Let's start with our uh, our monthly visit to the future and hear about. Oddworld Soulstorm from Kirk Martin. Kirk from the future, Oddworld Soulstorm. Uh, It's an adventure platformer developed and published by Oddworld's Inhabitants. Uh, It's a sequel to 2014's Oddworld New and Tasty and 1998's Oddworld Apes Odyssey. Uh, now, I did actually play Abe's Odyssey back in the day, and I did not like it whatsoever. And I avoided anything that was Oddworld since what, then. What didn't you Surprise. like about it? Because I actually never touched it. I was always curious what this franchise and series is about. What was it back it was, then? So, do you remember, like, old school Prince of Persia? Mm-hmm. Like, the side-scrolling, like, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-ching, like Prince of Persia? Anybody? Yeah, like the NES yeah. almost version. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I played it on PC. It's a lot like that, except for you're playing this fucking mutant thing <laughs> and trying to. It's like a cross between, I guess, old school Prince of Persia and like Lemmings, I would say. Um, and you're just trying to get through these like death puzzles where basically you're going to get killed um, and you have to like, you know, figure out how to not get killed and get as many of these guys across the fish line as possible. Um, when I was a kid, I just didn't like the style of the game. I wasn't like a. Um, a Sam and Max guy or a Grim Fandango guy. A lot of those games came out around then. Yeah. And that kind of style just doesn't didn't sit well with me. And I, I just really didn't like it. Um, so going forward, I kind of avoided most of the Oddworld games. Even that, um, what was that one called? Like the first person shooter, like Stranger's Wrath or something like that. Does anybody remember mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. Where you were like a bounty hunter and you shot two different puffballs that did like different things. No. I think it was an original Xbox the first Xbox uh, exclusive. It was a pretty neat game, but it was a set in Oddworld, so hmm. I didn't really play it that much. Huh. Anyways, we dipped into the basic premise of this game already because it's a lot like that 1998 game. Uh, you're controlling a Madokin. This is group group of like kind of dumb, easily enslaved people, which felt kind of weird. Uh, but you're playing a shaman named Abe, uh, who in previous games uh, freed some of the people from slavery on a farm. Like Abe, like um, Abe Lincoln, Abe. Sure. Maybe the biblical Abraham. <laughs> I would go with Abraham because there's a lot of like running across deserts and shit like that in this game. Um, yeah, like Abe no... Lincoln. 
Like Abe Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's no rest for Abe, though. Um, there's other Madokans out there that need to be saved, and it's up to you to free them from their bonds of servitude. Um, each level, like I said, is a puzzle platformer uh, where you're trying not to get Abe killed, and you are going to die in this game, and you are going to die often. It's a big um, trial and error game. See what works. If it doesn't work, you die, you respawn, and you, you do it again. Um, except for it's like not fun. It's not like a roguelike where you get a little bit better, and you get a little knowledge, and you, you go on these fun runs. Like It's just, it doesn't do that. It's it's not fun. Sure. <laughs> Sorry, in this game, Abe is extremely fragile. Uh, so if you're discovered by enemies, you're 99% sure to die. Uh, you can use items uh, that you pick up and craft, like water, flares, uh, soul storm, which is this brew that sets on fire that's actually made of Madokans, and the Madokans love to drink it. It's a very odd game. Uh, as well as your shaman shamanic powers, which are super dope. This is one thing I really, really loved in this game. You would just like start chanting, send your little soul into an enemy, and you could run them around, like use them to shoot other enemies or use their skills, and then you could blow them up <laughs> and just like murder them. It was pretty neat. Uh, but you're going to use these powers and items to navigate the levels and try to avoid being killed by the glucons, which are the enemies. Um, there are some good things about this game. This game was another one that looked like it was made for the PlayStation 5. It's It's gorgeous. It's good to look at. The cutscenes are amazing. The like look in Abe's eyes and the other Madokan's eyes when they're talking to you and the cutscenes are crazy. Like it's it's very very cool. And the, like, even the title screen is just Abe with his big dumb eyes like blinking and looking around all nervously. Yeah. Uh, it's just super cool to look at. Um, I did see that. I love title screens that do that. By the way, like that God mm -hmm. of War style of just like blinking character to and then you just hit start game and it goes immediately in fucking snake smoking mm. in the load screen for yeah. mgs4 mm -hmm. like the, mm, that was great that's good stuff the checkpointing system is also very very good in this game because you are dying a lot and every little bit of a level every little bit of a puzzle it's trying to checkpoint you so you go in there you fuck it up you're getting right back in it and going at it again and trying something different to try and hopefully solve it um, and once again, the background environments, background environments are really cool. There's a lot of stuff going on. They look really good. The foreground environments that you're actually playing in, they're, they're fine. They're not, you know, they're not using the power of the PlayStation though. Sure. Uh, a lot of things I didn't like about this game, as you can probably tell, I don't like the characters. I don't find the game, the characters in the game charming and like going on the internet <laughs> after I played it for a while and had the feelings about the games I had, I was like, what are other people saying about this game? And a lot of people found the Madokans goofy and interesting and kind of funny and like I I don't think stupid enslaved people is funny <laughs> you know what I mean I I don't know it it, it yeah. wasn't no I get it yeah like Smurfs are not, funny Smurfs but, are funny but, yes because they're not enslaved <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's yeah like it's it's a little bit too grim underneath the goofiness and to... I think it, it I think it is supposed to be grim, but I, it's still not charming. Yeah. Um, the voice actors do try really hard, and I think they nail what they're trying to do, but once again, not my style, not what I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. um, and the game overall, the game overall just doesn't move the needle for me. The first couple of hours, I was interested in it and playing it pretty hard, uh, but, you know, just the lack of crispness of the game, like when you're moving and putting in inputs, there's a lot of times I was like, all right, I know exactly what I have to do 
doot, 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 you know, and Abe jumps a half a second or a second too short. I don't know if it, there's just some latency in the game. I, I know there were a few glitches with it, but, you know, that doesn't feel good when it's, you're going to die if you mess up and it's a puzzle platformer. So you need to keep things tight, you know? Yeah. I mean, did you even consider getting good? I did consider getting good. I there was a couple levels I spent good amount of effort in beating. Like I was like going back at it. Like took a break, went back at it, and I ended up beating them after a while. But it's not, you know, I don't know. It's not my style of gameplay. It's not fun. Like you're how many times are you breaking that like the story, the you know, the savior idea by dying t- a dozen times in a level. You know what I mean? Mm. Um. And the game is built to do that trial and error play. Like, they want you to be doing that trial and error play. And once again, that just isn't what I'm there for. So you'll get through a part of a puzzle. You'll solve it. And it's like, great. The second part of the puzzle, you die. Okay. Get through the first part of the puzzle. Figure out the second part of the puzzle. Get to the third part of the puzzle. Die. Like, okay. Get through the first part. Get through the second part. Die on the third part again. Get through the first part. Second part. Third part. Fourth part. Die. Like, <sighs> give us some checkpoints. I don't want to play there's a come on what's that <laughs> it's like give us some checkpoints come on there are so the checkpoints are good but it's like so like each checkpoint is you know a little square on your screen like the whole screen is kind of like the puzzle and it's like getting past that first enemy how are you going to figure out to get past the first enemy like and I understand they can't checkpoint every little enemy you get past and enemy every little madokin you pick up and everything like that and I don't want that but I just I don't know I don't know it's just it's not my st- it's not the right the good a good style of gameplay it didn't sit well it didn't feel good to play for me you know what i mean yeah it just sounds like it's not for you correct which is why you guys need playstation 5 so i can keep saying all oh, these playstation 5 games are not for me and dumping on them <laughs> but i mean if if you're nostalgia for nostalgic for this era of games and you like abe's odyssey like you'll obviously like this game um i think for people coming new to this series you're you're probably not going to be into i don't think uh it's not a modern game uh, i don't i wouldn't be into it coming into it new i don't think many people would be uh so for that i would have to give it a non-plussed this month for eight what is it the fuck of the odd world soul storms yeah did you guys odd have any world. questions about it uh, I, or did you see anything that you were interested or hear anything that you wanted me to speak to no, no, I, I, mean, I did. I did watch some. <laughs> no, I, no, please don't tell us more about this game. <laughs> <laughs> I did watch some gameplay. Yeah, it just didn't hook me. I don't know. I don't think I'd be into it either. And yeah, I agree. It did look like it wasn't. You know, it didn't look oh. fun to play. <laughs> it's, it's not. That's the key. Yeah. It's not fun to play. <laughs> Maybe it is for some people, but I just I don't know. I didn't. If it wouldn't a, be something. If you're a macabre puzzler, it. if you're a, if you're an angsty fifteen year old. Maybe you're into this. It'd be so boring for a 15-year-old. It'd be so boring. A homeschooled 15-year-old. Fucking asshole. All right. Just going to go ahead and write down a homeschooled 15-year-old. <laughs> Perfect. All right. So. Yeah, that was a not-so-fun trip to the future. The future was grim this month. But, you know, maybe we can go to the Pacific Northwest and see a bit brighter future. Wait, with, with, I, know with... somebody, I know somebody who lives in the Pacific Northwest. Oh, my God. Did we just dox our teammate and colleague? 
hold on, man on the street, <laughs> our, our West Coast reporter, our Pacific Northwest reporter, Chris Hendu. Coming at you live from across the nation. <laughs> what time is it there, Chris? <laughs> Please refer to swatch time. We're going, um, we, were, we wanted a little report. We've heard there's, uh, there's some trouble out there. You know, you have a little bit of a, of a zombie problem out there. Yeah, I'll tell you, there's a, there's a problem out here. It's been several days gone since this this problem happened. Yeah. <laughs> Through this man. So, Days Gone is the is the first PlayStation 4 uh, PS Plus game this month. Uh, and yes, our, our man on the street out in the Pacific Northwest, Chris Hendrickson. Take us, take us away. Yes, my lord. Um, so days gone. Uh, I going into this, I didn't really have many impressions. I didn't really know what it was. It was like, ran okay, zombie game. There's a bike, huh? Let's see what this is about. Um, it is developed by Bend Studio, located in Bend, Oregon. They actually made the Siphon Filter uh, series, you know, the games of that series, before they were Bend Studio. And they went on to make um, several games for. They're, they're, you know, one of Sony's worldwide studios, so they work on several IPs. They actually made the Uncharted prequel game on uh, PS Vita, among several other, you know, not w- very well popularized games until Days Gone. This this seemed to be their big breakout, you know, IP. This is theirs. Here it is. You they guys. got. They got a lot of money for this one, didn't they? Yeah. Like this was like you guys have been doing the good work for us. Here's some cash. Yeah, make that IP happen. Um, but for for reasons I'll get into, I feel like unfortunately it fell short on um, a bit more of the narrative side. Gameplay was fantastic though. Um, I was I was hooked right from the start. I I thought it was great. Quick summary though of the game: zombie. It's a zombie outbreak game. They they insist though that it's not zombies. It's a it's a viral infection that turns it, them into yeah, freakers. Just, they, yeah, they appear more like they look more like those. Uh, what is it? Uh, God, um, uh, Will Smith. I am Legend. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, they That's do. what they looked like to me. Mm. And the, uh, please use the correct vernacular of creamers. I was gonna call them fucking creamers. They are freakers. Because <laughs> uh, they're freaks. And so you're you're basically to you after a brief cutscene where you depart from your wife, send her on to safety, and you and your your biker bro just try to hoof it and and follow after her. Um, flash forward to two years later, uh, very depressing s- setting in the beginning. I I just thought it was so so depressing. You're just kind of surviving. Um, you're a you're a drifter moving from camp to camp, trying to just make you know make it into all the days gone it's over two years so we're counting 600 plus days at, the, at that point uh, and that's when actually the day and night cycle begins to count the days which i thought was a pretty clever uh, thing to do in the pause menu just to, to show you like this is how many days it's been since everything went to hell um so you're 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 trying to survive you're trying to deal with the fact that you can't you didn't find your wife you've only found 
rubble. It's I found the very first part of the game like very very depressing, um, very um, very grim because of not only the threat of of death constantly when you're outside of a camp or you know facility. They call it. I love how they call it just being in the shit. <laughs> it's just you're in the shit. <laughs> you do, he just came in from the think- shit, man. <laughs> What did you think of that shit world, though? I Like, when I was jumping in there, I thought it was a really... At first, I thought it was a really gorgeous environment and, like, mm-hmm. really kind of neat to explore. It seemed... It also seemed, like, very alive. What did you... Yeah, because you had... I thought the sound... The sound engineering in this game was was very on point uh, for some things. I, I had certain gripes with it for very technical reasons, though. But overall, I thought it was very, very well done. You heard the, like... Uh, things from from pretty far away. You knew there were or the wolves nearby. fucking following, or the wolf <laughs> footsteps wolves. moments before they bit you. Those fucking pieces of shit. <laughs> yeah, those, the cougars. But are that's worse. what I'm talking about. Like the world being alive. Like you. Like I was rolling. I was too busy. I was worried about um freakers trying to get back to my like my base camp, and mm. and the mini map is telling me, hey, there's something, there's something chasing you. There's something right behind you. I'm looking. I'm like, there's no freakers. There's no people. Like, what the fuck are they talking about? I'm rolling, I'm rolling, rolling. Turns out I had, like, two wolves, like, on the side of the trail flanking me going through the brush, <laughs> like, trying to roll up on me. I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. And as I would continue to play those the game, like, the wolves weren't just there to, like, fuck with you, the antagonist. They were there, or, sorry, protagonist, Jesus Christ. They were, <laughs> they were fucking around with the freakers and the other uh, people within the world. I thought that was really neat like despite you like shit was going on in the world yeah and that's that's a really cool mechanic of the game is this faction against faction thing you can set up or exploit to your advantage but man sometimes it just fell short because i would set a thing up or i would like see a thing happen be like yes okay this is gonna help and just because of the bugginess of an open world game sometimes it it didn't happen the the zombie would be swiping away at the dude and he just would not take any damage we actually had this on the stream the other night, like a really mm-hmm. prime example. You mm-hmm. lured like a big bossy zombie to a camp to like wipe out the camp, and the zombie literally ignored every other easy target in the camp and just like kept coming at your throat. And you like had stopped shooting at it. You literally kited him through other NPCs, and he's like, "Nah, dog, I'm coming after you." you. But <laughs> which I I can get like okay, maybe it was just it, I had aggro or something like. That kind of makes sense to me, even. I'll give that compared to some of the other crap that I saw. But, like, you saw instances of that more frequently. Like, kind of like that more frequently. Yeah. You know, for... More more egregious examples of that. Yeah. For as as many times as it felt good to make a plan and execute or take advantage of the situation with a horde or even individual zombies coming in to a camp or something, um, on the flip side, sometimes it just... It, it didn't work or even with the animals too it wouldn't work or <laughs> you're trying to set something up or you're you're executing on something and then your gunfire brings wolves or like a bear down on you in the middle exactly. of a gunfight yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh what do you think of the technical uh aspects of the game because i thought the game was ridiculous like what they've constructed as far as like zeros and ones like absolute insanity yeah i think you know, this is probably why it was a, a nod in some ways to Metal Gear and why there was that Kojima Productions cross... Um, you know, Actually, there were a bunch of studios that apparently did it. It was uh, 
they, there was a Death Stranding, God of War, and Horizon Zero Dawn um, decals for your bike that you could update. So, so there was this Sony cro- cross Sony universe thing only in the uh, the decals, the aesthetics. It's oh man, I have such mixed feeling about the game, you guys. <laughs> I really do. Really, I, 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 I'm, I'm right there with you. Uh, maybe, maybe if I could pick up the ball a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like I, when that first, that first like story bit, I was like, oh man, this is this is gonna be bad. And then I got into the world, like I got through the tutorials, I was like, this game is pretty dope. You know, mm-hmm. did a couple nests, took on a couple hordes, took out a couple camps. I'm like, I get this, I get this. And then I got a super cool gun. I was like, sweet, I have this gun for fucking ever, because I have a gun locker. I'm going to go take it back to my gun locker. I get to my gun locker, and I can't find where the prompt is to drop you know, load the gun into your gun locker. So I'm like, all right, let me just be a dummy, rock a Google on this. It's like, only guns you purchase go to your gun locker. And I'm like, I thought this was a survival game. Isn't part of, like, survival, like, you know, you pick up the raw materials or, like, scavenge the things you need and become more powerful. And I was like, cool, so my big gun is useless to me right now because I don't have any ammo for it and I can't save it for later. That's that feels real, really, really good. But, um, so I, like, that kind of, mm-hmm. like, weird stuff. Like, and, you know, we saw on the stream a couple times, we had some amazing fucking, like, hordes. Like, hun- it seemed like hundreds of things, flailing things, all on the screen at a time. I can't imagine that running so well, as well as it did on the PlayStation 4. And that was a very I, I, excellent technical achievement, I have to say, technically I, speaking. And the I PS5, mean, like, you know, there's a, once again, this game went day and date with the PS5 upgrade uh, on Plus. Uh, so it looked even better. Shit was at 60 frames, ran super smooth. Mm-hmm. But then I found myself, like, super bored in the environment. Like, oh, we're staying here. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> like, it's a 50 hour game and you're going to look at the same fucking pine trees and abandoned logging camps and shit like that. <laughs> for 50 fucking hours like hi my name's assassin's creed 3 and let me let's talk about me for a minute because that's the exact same problem yeah mm-hmm. that's that's exactly what i thought of when i was playing this game it was like oh these fucking woods i'm gonna hate these forever this could be much better if it had a better environment um to be fair though super spooky woods super spooky woods i do have to agree with the the spook the spooky woods factor because done in a city it wouldn't be quite the same. It wouldn't be the same they, feel. But what if they intermix a good amount of like downtowns or like bigger Thank cities? You, or yeah. what if there's a chapter that took place in a big city? Like you learned all this. You learned how to handle the woods on your bike using the hills to like coast down and like be sneaky and stuff like that. But now you're on like a flat surface in the city, like sounds reflecting off of buildings and stuff like that. Like you, the environment's whoa, different. Whoa, 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 whoa. Sounds different reflecting off of buildings? You're, you're talking some real, real big technical leaps. <laughs> I'm. Who knows? Maybe, I, they, example, maybe they even tested Or maybe it they just, they just, they just hardwire something that sound works differently in the cities or something like that. You know what I mean? I, I, don't, I don't know, but, like, given that variety, like, especially in a survival game, like, these are the techniques I learned to survive in the woods, and now I'm in this environment. Like, how do, I, how do those skills translate? What works? What doesn't work? Maybe they could have explored that in Days Gone 2. 
if it didn't get canned. <laughs> Hold on a second. I would really prefer a Last of Us remake of a game that's how many years old? <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, they just remastered it and put it on Plus last year. Well, for free. Our, it's our fault for not buying Days Gone before we knew that we loved it. <laughs> Yo, by the way... <laughs> Okay, so we're going to get back to the main topic, but this motherfucker. (laughs) Did you see the developers of the game were like, oh, people are playing the game and people are and there's a lot of there's a new audience for it. And a lot of people, I think it's still very divisive. Uh, There's a lot more people who are like, yo, I miss this game and this game is amazing. It's really dope. Great job, guys. And then the the fucking director of the game comes up and be like, if you like it so much, why don't you buy it? Go fuck yourself. Your game was a, a... was critically meh and monetarily a failure. Yeah, I think he's salty. Sony I think he's salty Sony because he doesn't want to make it. Story. Why don't you make a better goddamn game yeah, next time? I don't know who you want to blame because I remember when that game came out. When this game came out, they Marketing were advertising the, the shit yep. out of it. Oh yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Oh my god. And it is just, I it could not hook me at all. This game. Um, but, like I was saying, that guy, that guy should glad, go fuck be, off. Oh, he did. Be glad to know, but that both the director and lead, I think the lead dev, uh, both left shortly after this game um so oh no so yeah they 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 went on um and a quick update there too uh one one team went to work on a new multiplayer game with naughty dog and then another team was assigned to work on a new uncharted game with supervision from naughty dog so ben studio itself doesn't seem to be doing so hot and might be out with sony but at least some of the teams that were behind some of the more technical aspects of the game Mm -hmm. like the gameplay i think aspects they're like oh these guys were really good like people love i mean there's a lot of that yeah there's a lot of that sorry there's a lot of that game that needs to stick around man i don't know they need to figure out a way to use that horde mode and not in a zombie game and (laughs) there's like there's a lot of shit in this game that i want to see put into better games (laughs) Mm -hmm. like i love that they found out they cracked how to use the systems to this point and give me these types of hordes in other games like i don't know i would like to see that in a better game like you know the last of us Mm. Shut your horror mouth. So, I think we can talk about like well, how can, can this I mention? Game, how, can I mention the yeah, bike mechanic real quick? So since we're talking about early, a little bit of the early stuff too. Um, yeah. Dorms, how did you feel about that bike? I hated that bike, and I um, it had me looking forward to later in May when I could get back to the Mako in Mass Effect One. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, sir. You don't have time for that, as per the uh, Devil's contract we signed. That's true. Damn it. Um, well, no. I have time this month. Um, uh, yeah, I didn't like the bike. Like uh, the bike, I felt was difficult to steer. I feel like if I, you know, stuck with this game a little longer, maybe I'd get better at it. But it also, like, I don't know if it was just like an open world glitch or some bullshit. But I had times where it was just I'd be driving and I'd like drive over a rock. And I know I have like a shitty bike in the beginning because my bike gets taken apart by the people in the town or whatever. Um, but it, like I drove over a rock and my bike was just like smoking and ruined, like completely <laughs> ruined. And I have no, like, it doesn't tell you at that point, like, here's how you save yourself in this situation. It's just sort of like, here's your map Talk and roll. You drove a pretty far way, bud. Good luck, Deke. <laughs> Meanwhile, Boozer's on the line telling me about six different missions that I have to go and try out now. 
and I don't even have a motorcycle to get back to the place. By and another thing, the mission that I was doing when I drove over the thing had me attach a key item for the mission to my motorcycle, which is now wrecked, and I cannot reclaim the key item from my motorcycle to bring it to the place that is six miles as the crow flies through the through just, the Oregon wilderness. Just walk it in the dark. You'll be all right. Meanwhile, there's creamers <laughs> everywhere. You can hear them. And not to mention the wolves that are just, as you mentioned earlier, ever-present. They really are ever-present. I, see, I like the bike. That's that's funny. I thought it was really – they did a really nice job of you be, still being able to be stealthy on the bike. Like, that's neat. Like, there's a lot of times because I was like, oh, I have to collect fuel, and I have to make sure I have fuel on my bike. And – I loved nursing the bike. I'm going mm-hmm. down the hill. I'm going to coast down the hill to save some fuel. Okay. Coast till I'm done coasting. I... All right, let's check it out. Like, All right, outside the mission, I'm going to look for some gas tanks. I'm going to make sure my gas tank is filled because if shit hits the fan, I need to get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. And before I ever, like, before I, like, popped off and went after um, other people or started destroying nests, I always made sure the bike was topped off and pointing a direction that was mm-hmm. an escape route. And I liked that little, like, bike nursing. Um, I mean, maybe it was just me who was doing it. I mean, you were doing it too, obviously, Hendo, and it seemed to be a prominent oh, part yeah, of the especially game. Oh, yeah, especially because you can I store that. ammo on that thing. It's like a mobile, little mobile base, safety base thing. Gets you out of the but shit. But they didn't have a you weren't able to save the guns, the cool guns you picked that, up in uh, the world. Just baffling. And that, yeah, that is one of Yo, the. So we, so we have a text for obviously talking about like we talk about the games with each other, we talk about production notes and all that fun stuff, like organizing ourselves. And I think it was the day after I started Days Gone. Dorman sends a text. He goes, so how does the gun locker work? And I just immediately sent, like, not how you wanted to because I already looked this shit up. It's so bad. Like, oh, God. I don't know. That game has so has a lot of cool things in it. It does. It has a lot of but cool things, but also just a lot of it's tough. unfortunate yeah. flaws. Um, so Let's for, get down to it. For, for, hold on. For, for me personally, I I love sneaky games. Like, I love being a stealth guy. I'm a Metal Gear person. I play Bre- I, But I also play open world stealth. Like, in Breath of the Wild, I wanted to explore everywhere first, even with, like, three health. That, and I Because there was the thrill for me to see how far I can push it and still, uh, like, stay alive. Be aggressively sneaky, you know? Um, yeah. And that's that's kind of how I played this on uh, on hard two, even from the start. Was just aggressively sneaky. I didn't try to initiate big fights. Um, I was I was always setting myself up, as we said, to just get out, like do the thing. And if shit goes down, I'm out. Like I have a good escape route. I can get out of here. Um, I was I was hooked on the catharsis of surviving, which I think is a thing we can get into here when we talk about zombies and like some more zombie stuff. But like. That's that is the enjoyment here for me is is the catharsis. It's the oh god, I uh, this sucks. Okay, oh, it doesn't suck anymore. I feel good now. I think the survival aspects of the game were the strongest parts of the game. Like they were the most interesting parts for me. Like getting the materials and putting things together. Like making sure I had crossbow bolts and making new crossbow bolts that did weird ass shit and stuff like that. And you know, getting your Molotov cocktails. I I really mm-hmm. dug it and. Um, it's funny because I think that's when I texted you guys like, hey, do we want to do a comparison with The Last of Us and their like survival modes and that? And and 
when I first like suggested that, I just wanted to look at like the survival menus and like you know crafting and stuff like that and how they did it. And I really enjoyed how Days Gone was a little bit more in depth, a little bit more going on um, than Last of Us. And I I was like, oh, this is so much better than Last of Us. And then I continued playing the game and kind of realized that's not what I needed to compare. What we needed to compare was this open world, like make this make your own story. Uh, with Deacon and surviving in the Oregon woods compared to, hey, here is this crafted uh, experience Mm -hmm. that, you know, you're going to have to, you know, craft a fucking bomb every once in a while. You're going to have to put together some ammo every once in a while. And in The Last of Us. And I I wanted to get your guys' thoughts on that because we have one game that is, you know, pinnacle of gaming, uh, great story, but focused and linear as compared to this technical masterpiece i think that you have with days gone but it's open world and it was a uh critically mixed but i think it was it was a um a a marketing not marketing um like a fan failure a financial failure um what do you what do you guys think and uh so i feel like uh the big difference there is that what each game focuses on the last of us focuses on you know, story and giving you a curated experience while Days Gone is more technical and cold. And that's what drives the emotion behind reviews. That's what's going to get you your awards is that that satisfying story. You know, there are people I know, Kirk, you're probably more like me in that story is your biggest driver for a game mm-hmm. as opposed yeah. to, you know, graphics and technical achievements. And there are people out there who love graphics and love technical achievements uh, and there are special awards for that for you nerds. Uh, but for people who like cool stories and like to feel uh, something other people than, who have a heart, <laughs> something other than like, oh, look at all those, look at all the, look at all the the creamers that they could get around me, which is cool. But again, it's just not going to win you any awards. And I don't feel bad about feeling like that's okay. I think it it shows that in the direct linear gameplay of last of us that is that also is kind of reflected in the story how it's a linear and focused story it's not too diffused for too long at any given point whereas and that's because i think of the the sort of point of that story the the driving goal established pretty early whereas in Days Gone is a bit more diffuse because of the open world nature so the story feels a bit more diffuse and Often it does. Sometimes there's like a part that's like halfway two thirds through the game where you end up you end up in an entirely new area, and it just it's so weird and jarring. Not only that you're trapped there and you can't go back, but also that you're just kind of going around doing random stuff again in this entirely new spot when you'd already just established everything in the other places. You know, so it's they had that template set up. It makes sense from like a scaling the gameplay standpoint but it does it just feels weird a little bit from a story standpoint i mean maybe they're trying to capture life a little bit more because life doesn't always happen linearly it's sort of stuff in life happens non-linearly but but i mean you can do that and put something like that happening into your curated story like uh... yeah the big thing, like, with Days Gone, though, especially story-wise, like, there was no hooks. Like, I put a decent amount of hours in that game, and, like, 
if I'm going to put that much time mm-hmm. in the game, it either needs to be a gameplay fucking masterpiece like Hades or like Slay the Spire that I like want to keep yeah. playing, or it has to have an amazing story that I need to nibble up every bit of it, like a Mass Effect, like The Last of Us. The Last of Us is a long game. It's a long linear game, I feel like. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> but the story drives you forward. This was like, hey, look at all the cool shit <laughs> and go do it. The but like, drives there you was. Forward. But there was nothing that I wanted to do. Like, I look back at, um, like, Far Cry 3. Like, I cared about getting this, like, this bro across the world and killing cassowaries and, like, finding the people that, like, were on my boat, finding my friends. Like, there was, and every, what would you say, like, 30 minutes or so or every mission, it was giving you that. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Well, this just doesn't, like, I, I... you know, I'm doing like two hours straight and nothing's happening, and I am just so uh, so uninterested. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So technical gameplay aside, um, the, the story beyond just wanting to find out what happened with Deacon's wife and try to see, you know, what's going on with this world of of freakers. Yeah, n- nothing really pulled me. Um, Aside from the gameplay, and I love Metal Gear, I love Metal Gear gameplay, so that's really what got me to the end of the game and a little bit beyond too. Um, some the the voice can we talk about voice acting real quick? Um, totally, because uh, if you didn't know, our 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 subcategory of show is voice acting critique show. Yes, <laughs> every month. Um, I thought I thought it was decent. It was like B lister, pretty pretty good um though i do really appreciate what they were trying to do with every time you went to take on an ambusher camp like giving you the moral high ground why you were about to murder all these things mm. like, these sons of bitches i'm gonna murder all of them they're all rapists and thieves <laughs> it always kind of felt it's, good it was like it, yeah, it's right. always very nice when a video game lets you know hey you it's good to kill these guys <laughs> like I again, these are the big differences. Now, if we, uh, I'll, I'm not gonna go down that run, but voice acting I think uh, needs to be mentioned. What is it? Sam Witwer is uh, Deacon St. John, your main character. He's a he's a veteran man. He was um, Star Killer in the uh, Force Unleashed in the uh, Star mm. Wars Force Unleashed game. He like he was the protagonist in that. So he's been he's a, a vo- he's Darth Maul currently for Star Wars too. Like he's a he's a big deal. Uh, and I think he did. A, I didn't like the voice he was doing for. I, I thought he did a yeah. decent job. I, I think I he did a good it. job. I just didn't like the the choices he was making for the for the. De- I don't know what Deacon St. John's supposed to be. Is he supposed to be like a tough biker guy, or is he supposed to be like? He's a- like an, he's an army vet. Uh, he did a tour in Afghanistan. He's he went. He was the part of the the biker gang. And yeah, like yes, yes. So yeah, he's a, yes certified. Yeah, but like he's also Boozer's like Jewish mother. Like I don't, I don't. <laughs> he's the last person on on the earth that is. Alive. He has met he has met one person in his entire very interesting life with the last name O'Brien, because he gets so like he's like, oh my god, O'Brien! They're talking about an O'Brien. Yo, by the way, what the fuck was up? He was. I thought. I thought that was a throwaway fucking yeah. dude. Like, yeah. okay, this guy's going to get, this nerd, this intern's going to get my wife to safety. And then I'm all, talking with Hendy on the screen, on the stream. And he's like, oh, O'Brien. Oh, I'm like, wait, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
Yeah, here, um, you, you can skip ahead like a minute if you care about spoilers, but this this O'Brien <laughs> throwaway guy ends up being super important because not only does he help you find your wife, That's... but he also, in a post-story cutscene, is like, he, you know, he's wearing that, that head mask, right? He, he takes it off and shows that he is becoming zombified, basically saying that the Nero higher-ups zombified all of their employees and he's like, he's warning you that they're coming and there's nothing anybody can do about it. And and then he, as the helicopter takes off, the, the scientist dude like jumps up into the helicopter and you're at this point, Deke's like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's such a great cliffhanger. It, Super soldier serum. Yeah, it, it could have been a good sequel. Maybe it's not too late, but I don't know. I mean, I, I would not, I'd understand not, wanting to revisit this universe with the same writers and people because honestly you you put the money in the game technically like is really great and i've seen we've seen plenty of sequels that have been built on good bones like i think the game has great bones i think Mm -hmm. they could use some better i think it has brittle bones it's got a repetitive mission structure it's got obvious story beats and tropes no character development it's it's an unsatisfying ending. The unsatisfying ending, the campy movie ending, where in this very dire world there are no truly hard lessons learned, like in Last of Us or any of the other games that imagine, confront a world of death. The open world, no, 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 world. I'm not done. I'm not done. Oh god. <laughs> but I'm not. I've got another clip here. Lots of open world bugginess, not just the stuff I mentioned before, but there is stuff like characters getting stuck in stairs, zombies getting stuck in, in walls, um, and any NPC, really. Uh, a random biker was dr- trying to drive into me during a gunfight, and he just drove himself needlessly off this cliff. <laughs> <laughs> um, but on the PS4, the load times to even get into the game took forever. Yeah. Um, and some of the cutscenes just looked bad because assets wouldn't load in. It's just like like a blur of a jacket because the mesh didn't load in. By the end of the game, I just wanted the game to be done. Um, and I recognize that my completionist nature helped me get through. But, like, I'm just done. I'm done with zombie hordes. I'm done with the scary the scary garbage. Um, we can talk about scary garbage in a minute, a little bit more. But I, I just wanted to be done with this game, you guys. <laughs> I just want you to imagine a world where... They didn't make Assassin's Creed 2 because Assassin's Creed 1 was it was repetitive mission structure, buggy, and not uh, at all very an interesting environment. Like, same, similar environments from place to place. The and story was very captivating, and, I have to say. Uh, the story was captivating. The ending was not good. <laughs> and the beats between the stories was not great. Hmm. Yeah. Now look at us. We get one every year, and they're <laughs> massive. And I'm pretty sure you're not assassins anymore. I'm pretty sure you're just murder hobos at this point. Oh yeah, it's basically just becoming Days Gone. It's it's <laughs> on the track. I think they're part of the same universe. Uh, yeah. It's let's get to it. Let's just let's break it down. How do we feel about this game, guys? Uh, I was going back and forth really hard on this one because. Man, I really wanted to love this game, and there's the the where the game like shines so bright. You're just like, oh my god, this game is amazing, and then literally it just like wax on, wax off, and you're like, holy hell, get this shit out of my eyes. <laughs> so uh, for me, it's gonna be it 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 didn't hook me. Um, 
technically really super cool, but it's, it's non-plus. There, it's too long. You can play better games. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm on the. I'm in the same exact boat. Um, I'm absolutely. I. I don't know. It's. I. It's just such a shame because it's such a huge, a massive game that I don't know that I'm going to be able to give it the second and third chance that it probably needs for me to get into it and actually, you know, keep playing it. Um, but I feel like it's that kind of game that I. It would get that kind of shot for me just because it does so many cool technical things that I think it would. I could you know force through just to get to it um if a sequel came out maybe that would drive me but i don't think it's gonna happen ever so nonplussed i completed the game i am probably a masochist for going for the platinum now because i'm only a few trophies away and as much as i'm in it and as much as i love it and i love the the technical aspects of the game so much that I'm going to do all this stuff, I cannot give it a plus. I just, it's not in my heart. Nope. It is non-plussed to me, still. Bowser, Bowser, guys. We're doing it! We're we're angry gamers, and we're here to tell you that we're not going to take any more of your, of your, of your malarkey. Uh, look, we, we, we're going a little long today, fellas, so let me, let's be quick about our second PlayStation 4 game. Uh, because I think Rebellion Games was being pretty quick with it, too. Uh, Zombie Army 4 Dead War. Hot take. Uh, is brought to you by Re- Rebellion Developments. They're a giant fucking conglomerate, British conglomerate. Uh, they're mostly known for Sniper Elite, though. Um, so that makes a lot of sense when you play Zombie Army. <laughs> uh, here's the thing, guys. Let me give you a little synopsis for this game because things can get confusing. Uh, so in 1946, and I, you should be able to keep up with this, uh, one year after Adolf Hitler was defeated by the resistance and banished to hell, uh, even though the hell mouth that he, uh, Hitler had opened was closed, the zombie menace continued, uh, and with uh, you know an, an innumerable number of the Nazi dead overwhelming and pushing back the Allies, uh, uh, it was just a really bad situation. However, however, with Hitler banished to hell, most of the living dead are just weak and like they're easy to take out, and that's what we were seeing on our stream that the living dead are easy to take out because Hitler was banished to hell back in 1946, <laughs> where he belongs. I just, it sounds so fun. It's like, it's such a derpy, idiot game, but like, I could just go play Wolfenstein. Anyways, let's talk about Zombie Army 4. Uh, it's a third person shooter game. You have some power ups in it. I couldn't really figure out the power up system. So, there's, there's a lot of skills that you can unlock in the game. Um, there's just a progression track that has a, a hundred levels on it, or maybe even more, and you unlock, um, weapon abilities and melee abilities that honestly i don't think they do too much that's different it's just very cosmetic and it looks cool yeah and fun to do and but i think that's kind of like the overall to me the overall feel of zombie army 4 is it looks cool and it's kind of fun to do <laughs> but that's only good for a couple hours yeah. you know what i mean 
And it sucks because they, like you said, they did put in a bunch of those things. Like they put in like these progression tracks where sure, not too much changes, but you know, there was some work on there. People put in work. People put in man hours on this shit. This was another game where it was a PS5 upgrade. Day, Day it comes out on Plus, PS5 upgrade. So I had three PS5 games technically, I guess. Uh, for this month to play, and the game was gorgeous. It ran smoothly, and I shot zombie nuts off. That, but <laughs> no, we, you but don't. Once again, I did. I did three levels. I think I played three levels of yeah. the story, and they weren't that different environments. But it was all Europe, and then we did the horde mode, which is super fun. Mm-hmm. But oh, there's other there's other games I can play with you guys that, that are have more depth and feel like I'm doing something you know what i mean what if i told you hitler comes back at the end and you have to fight him well fuck now i gotta go play the goddamn game chris let's go co-op that shit right now just delete days gone and download the Burn new game from your memory <laughs> and we'll finish zombie army and we'll we'll stomp hitler's guts in it'll be really fun we have hendu he can play all the new games um i hate he can just make up we'll make him buy uh Wreckfest, and uh, he plays them all. He can talk about them. He can run lead the next podcast. And you and I, we just go stomp Hitler's nuts. We just go stomp Hitler's just nuts stomp right the yard. in. Just stomp the yard. Just just crash the gates. <laughs> that's, that's some of the most fun shit when we all realize we could just yeah, stomp zombies. That. And we were just like, get over here and stomp the yard. And there's just three people doing that fucking animation. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's just say, I mean, for me, the me- mechanically, the game felt pretty great. Uh, well, shooting-wise, the game felt great. The sh- they do the shooting really well. Everything mm-hmm. else, not so great. The movement actually feels pretty uh, clunky. I was catching on a lot of ledges, I felt like, when I was running. And, like, I don't it know. felt catchy and floaty at the same time. Yeah. I feel like you mm-hmm. move too fast for like, what's going on. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but the thing that we have to mention is the, is the Mortal Kombat-style x-rays on... Uh, is it, like... Critical hits? Criticals? Is mm-hmm. it just crits? So... So your long guns, once you get, uh, once your combo is above ten, you officially can unlock basically a dice roll to get a cool X-ray, yeah. super critical, yeah. blow off nuts or arms or ankles or hearts or lungs or intestines or brains. It's really fucking fun. <laughs> yeah, it's and it's when you're playing with three people, it'll just like slow down. It'll just stop the game and be like, hey. Everyone shut the fuck up. This is happening right now. And Hendu did it. And it's just like a bullet, like a, just a bullet cam as it slowly goes towards a zombie's dick. And then it x-rays and you just watch the zombie's whole reproductive system just explode and it dies. It dies. I'm pretty sure that would kill it. Absolutely. It's either shoot him in the head or shoot him in the dick and that zombie's dead. It's. It's there's again. It's a game where there's a lot of tremendous stuff in it, but it doesn't hold up for me. <laughs> yeah, there's there's just better ways to spend your time. Yeah, it's just like I, I I had a lot of fun, but I like you know this is a hobby that a lot of people feel like is a waste of time. Like you know a lot of people feel like you're wasting your life playing video games, and sure I am. But I get once again. I think we talked about this, Chris, with uh, Dorman, with like the story and stuff like that. Like there's. A lot of stuff going on in a lot of video games, and this is not one of them. <laughs> this is this is hot garbage trash, and it's fun. It's it's fun to play with. I don't think it's garbage. I just think it's super shallow. I think if if you told me this was a pool, I'd be it'd be hard. I'd be hard pressed to get wet. <laughs> yeah, and look, it's 
this is why the guy, the you know, director of Days Gone being such a shit heel earlier this month was him being such a shit heel. Because I understand these games have value to them. People put several hours of their lives into these games, months, years of their lives, their blood, sweat, and tears into these games. And maybe sometimes the highlight of that is just that you can shoot a dick off and it'll look cool and be funny for your friends. But that is still worthwhile. Just like, you know, there's a really cool technology in, in, in Days Gone and people put even more time of their lives and probably crunched to make Days Gone happen. And it's just here to, you know, for us to just say, well, it was a waste of time for us this month. Maybe we should have some fucking perspective is what I'm saying. <laughs> but also these games are bad. And my original point was that like... <laughs> This is, like, make... I don't know. There's value to these games, but I don't understand why I feel bad saying that, man, this game just it just does not do it for me. You know? I don't Hen know. Hendu, 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 shed some light on this. <laughs> make us feel good about ourselves. Why this game that... No, no. I, you, no. <laughs> just, just no. You know why, though? Do you know why mostly? Because fuck zombies. Just fuck zombies. Yes. That, I think Can that I just say it? might be it. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done with zombies after this month. I was going to play Last of Us 2 this year, but after this month, fuck zombies. I'm not playing Last of Us 2 this year. I'm playing it you next year. Uh, you should probably play Last of Us 2 this year. Well, he already played it. I played it, it and I beat it. I was going to play yeah. it again. Oh, oh okay. Good, good, But good, I'm done. Good, good, good. No, I've, I've, yep. I've mm -hmm. hit my zombie quota for more more than enough for the year. I'm just done. I have to say, like it, it, it hits one of my two main phobias in games. With the, with the undead. Because very first time I had something like that was Legend of Zelda 64, Ocarina of Time, re-dead, in the grave, scared the living shit out of me. Like, no game had ever, or thing in life, really, at that point, had done. <laughs> um, and from then on, I was always just afraid of undead things. Never played Re the Resident Evil series or really many other zombie games because of that. It's, it's that and water. Like, deep water... Dude, like water water is another what? thing man let me tell you you're not gonna like this <laughs> I, i'm a bit of a masochist did i mention that and i mean yeah. yeah and that's the other thing about this uh zombie army is it's rebellion their studio in general uh it's they're like all licensed games and ports to different consoles like they ported snood to the game boy advance but like their main thing that they do is zombie army like the tr they've made four zombie army games like and they just went like okay people like zombies and people hate nazis so let's make these games let's just do this over and over again and i don't know it's it feels kind of gross with them it feels kind of icky here because it's just like this on rails the, the, the whole con the whole concept is gross i mean zombies nazis shoot their dicks off like <laughs> Let's go, bro. I just got this on PlayStation Plus. And they do lead into that, too. Mm -hmm. Like, the dialogue between the characters. Because they're Bubsy-esque with their chattiness uh, in this game. I, I a, a lot of, lot of talking going on for your characters. But it's never anything good. Like, they're just such dude bros. Or sis, sis, <laughs> sis dudes. Dude sisses. <laughs> I guess ladies can be dudes, too, right? Dude bros. Lady dudes. Lady dudes. There it is. Dudette sisses? No, that sucks. I but prefer like, lady dudes. Can I can I just say, let's let's briefly look at some of the the top zombie games that we have 
I've, I want to just bring this up while we're looking at two zombie games this month and see how they stack up also. We have Last of Us. We have Last of Us 2. Great. We have Days Gone. We have Zombie yeah. Army 4. The Walking Dead. Good. Left for Dead. Episode 1. Dead Rising and all of Resident Evil. Versus Zombie Army 4. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I see what you're saying there. Um, and yeah, it's just... Uh, if you want to kill Nazis, there's better ways to do that too, I guess. What's that segue? <laughs> I guess if there's... Stop it. I guess if there's... Nazi zombies, there's a better way to do that, too, actually. I think Call of Duty handled that, like, ten years ago. But, uh, yeah, so, how do you feel about it? I'll go first. Nonplussed. This is nonplussed. It was fun. It was shiny. It was cool for literally, what, 30 minutes, and then it lost all of its, uh, its novelty. And, honest to God, it was the idea, like, I couldn't figure out how to make the melees get my health back. Like, I don't know. A game that, that is that shallow should be simple. For yeah, I'm jamming X and nothing's <laughs> happening except I'm missing a melee because I'm swinging ten seconds after I hit X. Anyway, nonplussed. It's a, a, a rough month for me all around. But how did you guys feel about this one? Big surprise. It's nonplussed for me. I I'm still conf- I'm conflicted on this one. I had so much fun with this conversation and thinking about the shit that we were doing in that game that this is my issue it is so much fun but there i don't need to play more than four hours of this game so i'm is that four hours worth a plus when there's so much other content like i don't know (sighs) i'm gonna plus it fuck it (laughs) coward um i'm disappointed in you I know, but I, I really did have a really great time with it. I don't know. There was a few hours I was super addicted to this game. All right. So, hey, Kirk. You got any news for me? Wow. We, we've got to figure something out for this. Yes. I've got news. Um, we'll, we'll hit them quick and let me know if you guys want to talk about anything. A lot of this just goes with... The, you know the shit we've been talking about and mostly it's about game pass eating playstation's fucking lunch mlb the show fucking free technically i mean technically it's not free because you're playing for game pass but it's free on game pass xbox game pass a sony developed game produced game is free on game pass you have to buy it on a playstation yes why it's, wasn't this just a part of Plus this month? I don't know. It's 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 bad. And, like, it, they've been playing Calvin Ball with it, with the whole uh, Play at Home initiative. Like, we, guys, we did get Horizon this game. And, to be fair, truly your, gamers have already played and beaten your, Horizon. But You're brand new. You are the only one with the license for this sports game. Yeah. And you've started licensing it to your competitor to make more money. And they say, cool, bro. <laughs> It's that's, free on our system. That's like, and saying, I understand. that's like saying, hey, I've got a counterpunch. Let me turn around and bend over so you can pull my underwear over my head. <laughs> <laughs> like, and, and there's some weird license shit that I don't you know, fully understand. Because I guess MLB owns the license, like the, um, the publishing rights to it for Xbox. And that's how it ended up being free. Like, Sony had no 
say in the decision for it to be free on um, Xbox Game Pass. But, like, fucking... Wow, still. Like, if you see that happening, you turn around and you do something about it. Like, yeah. why would I buy MLB The Show right now? <laughs> yeah, no one's going. And, I mean, well, someone did. We'll lampoon them later. <laughs> we'll uh, lampoon them later. Wow. It's bad. Look, it's, it's, it's not good. It's not, it doesn't look good for Sony. There is news on the horizon, though. Uh, apparently, PlayStation is developing a counterpunch to Game Pass. <laughs> on his podcast, Gavin Games, uh, David Jaffe, who did uh, God of War, right? Yeah. Am I right? Yep. Yeah. Who did God, God of War. War 3, I think, was David Jaffe. You know, he's... Something. He's in PlayStation. He's part of the PlayStation family. Um, he teased that Sony was working on a, quote, counterpunch for Game Pass. Um, this is a quote from him. I know they are doing some stuff because I know people at Sony who have told me they are doing some stuff. There will be a response to Game Pass. It's just... Just, wow. And, and we're just going to keep rolling here because you hear quotes like this. You're super stoked. Like, all right, come on. We're going to see something soon because... I mean, it's yours. You can like literally put whatever the fuck you you ha- you own a crazy library of PlayStation games. You can do whatever you want. Give give us MLB the show, but you didn't do that. That's fine. And then you see news like this: PlayStation Plus Video Pass trial, <laughs> one year trial testing plus video uh testing plus video pass services in Poland. So. First of all, they're testing it for a year before they decide whether this is anything they may want to do or not. Um, here's a quote from a PlayStation spokesman. Uh, we see this as an opportunity to collaborate with Sony Pictures Entertainment to test a new plus benefit. Uh, they'll be offering 15 movies and six TV shows from Sony Pictures Entertainment catalog um, with plans to add new titles every quarter. I think so... We've talked about this before, that there should just be movies involved in place. You own a fucking movie studio. Yeah. Add it's... a movie once a month. Like, this isn't hard. I know this isn't <laughs> difficult, but they need time to catch up. It's like I, I don't it doesn't make I don't sense. care about this service. I don't. I don't. I wouldn't care. I probably wouldn't even use no. it. But like, I like you said, it's it's easy. It's something easy you can do. Yeah, I just I don't understand why they have to be like we should tr- we have to test this for a year in Poland instead of just saying hey you get the you get a Spider Man now with or just say month. it's co it's COVID you're all stuck in home for the next three months four yeah, months yeah. every you have access to these fifteen movies and this six shows and you're gonna get the new Sony movie blockbuster this summer that you can watch day and date streaming. Guys, See how you like it. Pay guys, for a plus guys, subscription. Counter counterpoint. Have you been to Poland? <laughs> my my point here is that I think they're building the service from the ground up. They're using a year to ramp up the service, and they're using Poland as the test site for this nuclear cata- catastrophe about to happen. <laughs> I mean, but there there was sure. there was a video store on PlayStation that they just took down what like three months ago like we used to be able to just buy movies on on a playstation i it's true i i I don't know but now they're free you don't have to buy them they're just there i i remember they wanted to be the netflix they wanted to be the netflix of games this is why they they meant that literally with videos 
that they are. I cannot stand that we keep having to talk about every fucking month. Our podcast is monthly. Not weekly. Monthly. And we have to talk about every fucking month Game Pass dunking on PlayStation. And there has there has been zero response. We've been talking about this guys, all fucking year. And there guys, has been zero response. X go and give it to you. <laughs> That's the other podcast. That's the other podcast. That's not us. Bit of good news. Talked about this last month. Uh, Sony is walking back their store closures. Uh, thanks to crybaby gamers like Chris Dorman, uh, you'll be able to purchase classic games on the PlayStation 3 and Vita uh, for the, quote, foreseeable future. Um, There's a quote from Sony. Upon further reflection, it's clear that we made the wrong decision here. Thank goodness. Thank you. Thank you for those words. Call in the Sony Computer Entertainment Europe story. Like, it's just, <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, look, yeah, good decision. I'm glad they're listening uh, when when there's outrage like this. Uh, that's a good sign. But also, don't make such shitty fucking decisions moving forward. Or or just, like, just say, hey, you guys do PlayStation Now now. And, you know, that's how you play your PlayStation 3 and Vita games. Yeah. 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 Hey. That's all I got, guys. Uh, that's it. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see how Xbox Game Pass does in May. But for now, how about we just stick with what PlayStation's doing in May? I'll get us started with the with the heat. Hey guys, the... guess what? Oh. It's gonna be May. Jesus uh, Christ! It it is gonna be May. Thank you, Justin. Uh, uh, once again, once again, these are all taken uh, straight from PlayStation Blog because I like the way they write this shit. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> Battlefield Five is our uh, first PlayStation Four game for May. Uh, enter mankind's greatest conflict with Battlefield Five as the series goes back to its roots in a never-before-seen portrayal of World War Two. Experience all-out multiplayer, which has two asterisks. Next to it, Kirk didn't highlight the asterisks, what they're referring to, uh, with your squad in the vast grand operations and the cooperative combined arms, or take on single-player war stories as you fight in epic, unexpected locations across the globe. Enjoy the richest, most immersive battlefield yet. I haven't played Battlefield since Vietnam in an internet cafe when I was in high school. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't that was think... a very that was a very good battlefield, by the way. So battlefield has a story now. Wasn't that just always a multiplayer thing? I don't know because I've never played a battlefield game. You didn't play Battlefield One. No. You didn't play Battlefield Two. No. Uh, did you play Battlefield Three? No. <laughs> I've only ever played the multiplayer in an internet cafe. That's all I know about Battlefield. The, you too. Yeah. Because Battlefield used to only be like a multiplayer game, I think. And then they had Bad Company when we were in college. And I think that's when they started adding uh, single player stuff. So cool. Should be good. Hey, make the transition from World War II zombies just to World War II? Upgrades. Upgrades. Doing better this month already. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I'm, I don't know, man. We'll it's see. getting hard to get excited about this. I about you know after this month in particular, it was just a rough month. But look, I, you know what? We're going back to our roots because this is this is you know a, a military first person shooter. It's sort of like our our Call of Duty 
month. Oh, that was such a cute mm-hmm. episode too. Yeah, it was so it was so cute. But we also had Fall Guys that month. The fun thing about like our our format though is that every month, like I I was so excited in our production like chat that like hey, April really sucked, <laughs> but May's coming. New games. Yeah, it's. Uh... Yeah, and there is always this hope, this sense of hope at the beginning of the month. I was hopeful coming into April, so we'll see how May treats us. Uh, Andrew, you want to tell us about the next PlayStation 4 game? Absolutely. That would be Stranded Deep. Test your survival skills in this open-world adventure. In the aftermath of a mysterious plane crash, you are stranded in the vast expanse of the Pacific Ocean. Alone, without any means to call for help, you must do what you can to survive. Explore underwater and on land as you hunt for supplies <laughs> to craft the tools, weapons, and shelter you'll need to stay alive. Stay sharp. Hunger, thirst, and exposure conspire against you as you brave treacherous enemies or brave treacherous elements, I'm sure including enemies, uh, and the dangerous creatures of the Pacific. Those would be the enemies. This sounds like it sounds like Minecraft survival, it's, but real it's life one of those survival and games, yeah. without zombies. So I'm I'm on board. Sounds good to me. Except for the underwater part. Yeah, I I don't do underwater either, Hendu. <laughs> but watch, we'll like see you, how it goes. You, you need to like harvest the kelp to make the best weapon handle and like you need that, the diamond you, you need the deep. diamond kelp. The diamond kelp is the deepest kelp. <laughs> I can't wait till there's that like third act uncharted twist where there's zombies, underwater zombies in this game. <gasps> no. Underwater underwater zombie sharks. Underwater Nazi zombie sharks. Yep, you turn around and made May the worst month now. Thanks. <laughs> That's why we're here. Kirk, tell me about uh, the trip to the future you're going on. In the future, we will be playing Wreckfest. Drive hard, die last. That is the actual fucking subtitle. <laughs> Fuck yeah, it is. Fuck yeah, it is. Burn rubber, break rules, and shred metal in this full contact racer from the creator of the, fu- of the Flat Out series. Interesting. Race and upgrade patched together cars, improving their looks and toughening up their body armor to survive the epic crashes and neck-to-neck fights over the finish line in competitive races. Enjoy some hilarity in challenge modes as you get behind the wheel of crop harvesters, three-wheelers, and much more. Then challenge your friends online in multiplayer up to 24 players. Asterix. Asterix. I now know what the asterisks mean. (laughs) That we're playing online multiplayer? That we're playing online multiplayer, and sometimes there's going to be racist 12-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> Zombie Nazi t- 12-year-olds. <laughs> Sharks. I, I, the future looks kind of bright, I think. I don't know. I, this got, just got a PlayStation 5 upgrade as well, so I'm, I'm excited to get into it. I'm looking forward to Wreckfest. You know, it'll actually, be it's the destruction. It'll be the destruction derby game I wanted destruction all stars to be. It's going to be as bad, if not worse, oh. than destruction all stars. This guy, thanks, <laughs> thanks, friend. I'm glad we're on the podcast together. <laughs> and with that, let's move on to plus ones. This is the part of the show where uh, me, Kirk, and Chris, and me again talk about <laughs> some of the. Uh, Things that we, we like during this song. Something we can recommend from the previous month. Uh, Hendu, you're the only one who's, I, who's a plus one I don't know this month. Why don't you get us started? I have, um, actually, I have two food plus ones. Ooh. Um, yeah, we, Shocking let's go. nobody. 
<laughs> Anybody who knows me, uh, my alter ego, Fatty Arbuckle, will know that I love food. Um, so the first one is, uh, it's a re- for me, a replacement of the Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, because those things I cannot stand anymore, man. I've, I love those as a kid, but they destroy my insides as an adult. Wow. Cannot, cannot deal. This is a sad story, but go on. I'm going to go ahead and nonplus that. <laughs> To replace, though, I found Slim Fast Keto Snack Bombs, which are basically better peanut butter cups. Yeah, dude, try them because they they just one satisfies. I'm like, yeah, I got that Reese's peanut butter craving. It doesn't destroy me, though. It doesn't destroy my fragile 30 something year old body. And it tastes great. Yay, science and, and technology and food technology. You know, And it's a great way to stay in shape. Exactly. <laughs> I'll be waiting for that sponsor money. <laughs> Get over here, Slim Fast. I want that cash. Um, so the other food thing that I have to recommend this month is, it's really a homemade thing unless you live in Japan. It's called Dango with a D. It is a yummy snack, great for um, like a hot afternoon. Um, it's pretty easy to make. Uh, great for, yeah, so like summertime, I think is going to, be perfect for it too and it's basically rice flour sugar and hot water and food coloring and uh for one of them if you want to make a matcha flavored one you can get some confectionery matcha uh to use but it's all in all it doesn't take that long to make it's a little bit there's a little bit of a technical aspect with the adding hot water to the mixture to make it the right consistency mm. but they're just tasty little snacks um I love them. They, they go great with like a little coffee or tea in the afternoon. I love it. Dango. It's, of course, it came to me through Monster Hunter Rise. Very Japanese weave. Connect, there's the connection for you. That's why I'm into this. Uh, it's a, apparently they have them during the Ohanami Festival, which is like the, the spring festival that they do to celebrate the cherry blossoms blooming and stuff. And that's the one that I made at least. And that's I love food I love and Monster as all food in Monster Hunter, it looks fucking delicious, and mm-hmm. I kind of want to try it. Uh, did your kids make help you make it? They helped me eat it, and they love it. <laughs> okay. How about you, man? What's what's your plus one? Watch parties, dude. We had a watch party <laughs> last weekend. Uh, we did the old like long distance dating, fucking three, two, one, clap. Everybody hits play. Shit. Uh, we watched Mortal Kombat, and it was a blasty blast. It was a lot of fun. We uh, we had some extra technology with the with the Discord since the last time I did this, and um, you know we were it was great because we were able to mute ourselves and do push to talk and dunk on the movie. A great movie to just dunk on, mm-hmm. and because you don't need to pay attention to it, jerk off to uh, the arm trauma. <laughs> it was. It, I had a, it was a really good time and something that like if you can't see your friends right now because of the pandemic or uh, you just are long distance and want to you know fucking dunk on something like you know there's there's movies HBO Max has plenty of movies to go fucking ham on yo uh, can I just mention I was um, taking the dog out like at that point when Jack's Spoilers for the new Mortal Kombat movie. <laughs> Skip ahead 30 seconds. Uh, I was about to take the dog out, and 
when Jax was fighting Sub-Zero, there was like a, mo- a 10 second moment before it happened that Sub-Zero just started like wailing on Jax's shoulders with killing blows. And I was like, which one's going to do it? When's he going to break his fucking arms off? And I was just sitting there waiting as a dog's pulling me to go try and take a piss because I needed to see the arm trauma so I could finish. <laughs> <laughs> nothing beats though. Nothing will ever, nothing more on Jax, real quick, before we move on. We're still doing spoilers, when, everybody. <laughs> when he is training with the little arms, <laughs> punching the punching bag. Like, it's so insensitive, but I lost my fucking shit when he is training with the little arms. And then, in literally three minutes later, motherfucker can use chopsticks? Guy can barely hold... hold I don't know, a cup, and he's just using chopsticks like a fucking pro to eat a meal. I was just like, did the, I didn't, I must have missed when he got the big arms. Did somebody give him the big arms, or did that they was, just that grow, was, did that the was little his, ones That grow? was his arcana, that was his arcana. His arcana was that his arms got bigger? His metal arms that somebody made? Yeah. That's not, okay, all right. <laughs> Chris, what do you have this month? My plus one this month. Uh, is a little bit of a pl- is a plus from the past is Hollow Knight. I've been playing a lot of Hollow Knight this Ooh. month. I've gone back to my original save file, so I'm going for some more completionist stuff. Uh, did the White Palace, which is I did the first part of that, which is the hardest platforming section of nice. the game. Uh, there is like a trial in there that I may do eventually because I want to get the completion, the 113 percent or 112, whatever it is. Um, but uh, yeah, so now I'm trying to move on to more combat-based stuff, uh, Coliseum of Fools, things like that. Just trying to go and uh, just pretty much do everything you can in that game. I also have a, a new file going on the Switch that I can play before bed, which is kind of nice because it's a nice, relaxing game mm-hmm. uh, when you're as good at it as I am now. <laughs> it would not cool. be relaxing for a first playthrough. It's very frustrating when you're not good. But yeah, Hollow Knight, great game. Oh, uh, yeah. That's so, awesome uh, to hear, man. Yeah, I, I, I love that game. Uh, it's a really good one. Um, so yeah, that's gonna do it for 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 this month's uh, PS Non Plus cast. Uh, I would again, as usual, thank you to everybody uh, who who continues to continue our discussion on the Discord uh, and for thank all the you. feedback you give us. You, uh, you you make it so much fun for us, and you, you honestly make us better every month. Um, Kirk, you want to take over housekeeping? I know you wanted to maybe tease some some things. There's going to be some more changes. Um, with uh, new boss Chris Hendricks is coming in, he's uh, decided to, to start straighten this ship out. Uh, but no, we've uh, we've made some uh, decisions that we're we're going to make some changes here probably over the next month or two. And um, one of the first things you're going to see is changes to our streaming schedule. Um, just keep an eye out on the Twitch and on discord for that um as you can tell like this past week we had hendu on there streaming uh, i will continue to stream and we just want to get more more content out there and just you know have more fun together uh which is the whole point of this thing anyways so just keep an eye out yeah uh yeah so as always uh you can email us with questions and feedback at podcast at gmail.com uh you can join the Discord. The link to that will be in the show notes. Uh, yeah, and as Kirk said, there will be some changes to the stream schedule coming up. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, nonplusps. I'm at Dingo Sphinx on the PlayStation Network. Uh, Master Cylinder. 
And I am Hendrik San. Go ahead and spell that for us because it's H E N D R I X S A N. All right. Hey guys, thanks so much for doing the show for me, with me this month and for me. You work for me. I'm your boss, except for <laughs> to you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm your lord. You are my serfs. Uh, it was a lot of fun, and I'm looking forward. Again, the games were eh, this month, but I'm looking forward to May. I think we're I think we're we're going to be in for some pleasant surprises. So yeah, fun. Have a great May, guys. I'll you know I guess talk to you contractually on thursdays and then i'll see you for a long talk at the end of the month and until then stay plus bye bye